When we're envisioning how a future version of events will play out, we tend to associate those events with the struggle, with a capital S. We constantly hear messages about how life is hard, no pain, no gain, and nothing in life is free. And we're also instinctually wired to look for the warning signs of potential future struggle so that we can avoid it. But this type of mindset can significantly impede our progress because if we believe that we have to struggle, then our attention is drawn to the struggle. And we tend to find all sorts of evidence in our day-to-day to confirm that things must be hard. And when we do that, we in turn make them hard. So in this episode, we cover how to notice when you're telling yourself a story about your future that involves the struggle and how to reroute this thought away from internalizing it and toward processing challenges in a different way and in a way that leaves room for information and inspiration and growth. Here we go. Hey, welcome to the Workday Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Amoroso. Every workday, we encounter dozens of situations that we have to navigate in order to have a successful and productive workday. And the way you choose to think through those situations helps shape not only the kind of day you have, but the trajectory of your career. This podcast is all about helping you to navigate those situations, show up at your best, and be happier at work. There's a very common mindset trap that we instinctively think our way into, which is this idea of internalizing the struggle. And I'll call this the struggle with a capital S. So when I say the struggle, what I mean is this idea that everything that we do in our personal and professional lives, or anything that we want to achieve, any goals that we establish for ourselves, all of it must involve some component of struggle. And as we look into the future and think about what the future holds for us, and as we think about how to prepare for and how we want to navigate those things, we have a tendency as humans to associate some aspect of struggle with just about every future version of events that we can conceive. So think about for a second how much of your mindset throughout the day is focused on identifying things in your future that will involve some aspect of struggle. And I'm talking about small things like how am I going to manage all the things I have to do today to How am I going to make enough money to support my lifestyle? How am I going to make this new business work? How am I ever going to transition out of this career that I just don't like? And if you think about it, we constantly are hearing and seeing so many messages each and every day that confirm that life is a struggle. Everything is hard. Work has to be hard. Relationships have to be hard. No pain, no gain. Nothing in life is free. Nothing comes easy. We've all heard and internalized those messages. And when we hear messages like that over and over, it makes us think that that's the way that it has to be. Right? We assume that some component of the future version of events that we're focused on is going to and must involve struggle or the potential for failure or difficulty or rejection by others. So let me just give you a quick example from my life. I talk pretty often about how I started my career as a lawyer and practiced law for about six years before deciding that I wanted to found my current tech startup. And as I'm sure you've heard before, there's a lot of data and folklore out there about how hard it is to start a startup. There's a lot of 
articles and data on how the overwhelming majority of startups just flat out fail. And you'll hear so many startup founders talking about the struggle with a capital S. How much you have to sacrifice, how hard it is to get funding, how basically the cards are not only stacked against you, but drastically stacked against you. And so for me, as a brand new founder who had never started a startup, let alone a a tech company, that was a narrative and a storyline that I internalized from the very beginning. So in other words, when I thought about what it would take to actually succeed, and when I thought about what my days would involve, I assumed and had immediately adopted the belief that just about every day had to be a struggle because that's what I had heard. Now, that's just one example, but I want you to take a second and try to call to mind an example from your own life where as you've thought about something you've wanted to accomplish or to take on, your mind was immediately drawn to the idea that doing it is going to involve some aspect of suffering and struggle. And the reason that our mind, of course, is trained to focus on struggle is because that's a prehistoric survival mechanism that's been encoded in our DNA. Our prehistoric ancestors were the ones who survived. And the reason that they survived was because they were very good at looking forward and anticipating things that might pose danger for them or that they might struggle with. Because if they could anticipate those struggles, that meant that they had a better chance of preparing for them or avoiding them, which meant a better chance of survival. So your instinct to look for struggle and your instinct to look for danger and your instinct to look for failure, it is coded into your DNA and is still present inside of you, which means it takes some work and some presence of mind to recognize it and to overcome it. And so while your instinct to protect yourself in in this way was a great way to survive tens of thousands of years ago, it is a major impediment to your present day ability to grow and to thrive. So here's why it can be so destructive. When we believe that we have to struggle, our attention is drawn to the struggle. We seek it out. We focus on it. We anticipate it. We search for it because we've already preconditioned ourselves to believe that it must exist and we want to try to resolve it or try to avoid it. We've already told ourselves that it's going to show up at some point and so that means we're constantly looking for it. And when we get even the faintest signal that something isn't going our way, we immediately say, oh, there it is. I knew that it would eventually show up. Things couldn't have stayed this good for so long without something bad happening. And so what we do is we create a self-fulfilling prophecy and the struggle is at the center of it. But if we look a little closer at this, At the end of the day, this instinctual response is really just causing us to create a story, right? So all of these beliefs revolve around a story that we've told ourselves. So when I say to myself, founding a startup is hard, or growing a startup is hard, or securing funding is hard, that is a story that I've told myself based on things that I've heard or things that I've seen. And that type of belief is the framework for a story that I've created in my head about how things are going to go well before anything has actually happened. 
And when we tell ourselves a story like that, we essentially construct a version of our future reality and predict how it's going to go. And then what happens is once we've created this framework where we've already established a belief that it's going to be hard, then our minds automatically search for information that will support and validate that story because we've convinced ourselves that that's the way it's going to be. So in other words, when we construct a a belief and we internalize it, our mind looks for information to support it. And not only that, our minds create additional thoughts that confirm that story. So what do I mean by that? That means that we go through our day looking for indicators that confirm the belief that we've created because that's what we now expect to happen. And we internalize it in a way that shapes how we move through our day. And we end up sitting in a place where our expectation is that something is going to go wrong or that we, what we want to do is going to be hard. So back to my example for a second, when my expectation is that I'll encounter the struggle and that I will suffer, I imagine that no one is going to like the product that my company's building or that it's going to be incredibly hard to build or that finding fundraising partners will be really challenging. But here's the good news. We can acknowledge the potential for challenges without the paralyzing effects that come with internalizing the struggle. So we can acknowledge and plan for challenges that we might face in the future without letting the struggle create the framework that we use to move through our day, right? So we can recognize on the one hand that it might happen, but on the other hand, we can also choose to believe that that's not the story that we want to tell about how things will unfold. So how do we do that? How do we navigate both of those or keep both of those in mind? Well, there's a starting point I want to share with you that will help you to sort of begin to reframe your thinking around this, and it has three parts. So part one is to just call to mind something that you wanted to do that you are assuming will involve some sort of struggle. It could be a life change you want to make, uh, something that you want to achieve, a career change, anything where when you close your eyes and you think about it, you picture the struggle with a capital S, and that struggle is preventing you from getting started or moving forward or having a certain amount of clarity. Maybe it's a, a fitness goal, a hard conversation that you need to have, a new you know, company that you want to start, a new idea that you want to put out into the world. Part two is once you have that situation called to mind, ask yourself, what would this future event look like if it didn't involve struggle, right? Who would you be if you weren't projecting this story where struggle was at the center of it? And with this one, what I want you to do is envision what it would look like to not have to struggle. We spend so much time thinking about the struggle, but what I'm inviting you to do is to flip that. I'm inviting you to tell yourself a different story about what it will be like to do this thing without struggle, right? What if changing your career was a smooth process? What if launching your new business was easier than you thought it would be? What if that project that you're working on turns out better 
than you think. If you're going to tell yourself a story, why not tell yourself one that has you succeeding, right? Why not tell yourself one that has it being a smooth process? You can appreciate the challenges and the risks that come along with those undertakings without making those challenges the main event. Now, you might be thinking, well, that sounds unrealistic. I know at some point that I'm going to encounter something that will be hard or challenging. And my response is, maybe. But even if you do, what good does internalizing that potential struggle get you? Right? So there's a big difference between having an intentional thought process around future challenges that might come up and actively thinking about your solutions to them. Right? That's called planning. Right? That's called strategizing. And so I'm not suggesting that you don't anticipate obstacles or challenges and plan for them. I would actually encourage you to develop a regular healthy process around that because it's in many ways uh, very fundamental. But spending time intentionally planning and strategizing is different from continually internalizing a future version of events in such a way where you're normalizing and associating struggle with your core identity. That's different. So what I'm suggesting is you catch yourself when you're spending time inside of a story, a future story, and internalizing a story that involves a future struggle that may never come to pass. You can plan and prepare without having to do that internalizing. And then part three is every time you catch yourself internalizing the struggle, spend a few seconds replacing that future version of events with a struggle-free story, right? So this is an opportunity to catch yourself and reframe your thoughts, and I would call it a, a reroute. So in my example, when I catch myself saying, no one's gonna like this product that we're building, it's gonna be really hard to do this. We're never gonna find people who are going to see what it is that we believe in. When I catch myself saying those things, I do a reroute and what that means is I envision us helping thousands of people live a better life by using our technology, tens of thousands of people. And I envision them smiling and being happy and giving us positive feedback. And I envision it being much easier than I ever thought it would be to actually complete the things that we, that we have to complete in order to get there. And I envision our team feeling excited about how we're changing the world. That's a story that I want to tell myself, right? That's a story that allows me to go through my day looking for opportunities and progress and wins and things that confirm that story. And when I do that, I'm much more likely to attract information and inspiration and ideas that confirm the version of events that I want, not the one that I'm afraid of. So to recap, Part one, call to mind something that you want to do that you are assuming will involve some sort of struggle. Part two, once you have that situation called to mind, ask yourself, what would this future event look like if it didn't involve struggle? And just sit with that story for a moment. And then part three, every time you catch yourself internalizing the struggle, spend a couple of seconds replacing that future version of events with a struggle-free story 
do, do a reroute for yourself. And I think what you'll notice is that over time, your mind begins to shift to a place where you're automatically presenting yourself with a vision of a path forward that doesn't involve suffering, right? It doesn't involve struggle. And when you do spend time acknowledging and thinking through future challenges, you start to flip from assuming that life must be difficult to having this sense of innate confidence that you'll be able to work through any challenge that you're presented with. Now, I do want to say that, of course, we learn a lot about ourselves and we build character and there's an incredible amount of very important growth that comes from going through a struggle or from suffering. So I want to just be clear that I'm not saying that what we're trying to do here is to pursue a a struggle-free life or a life without challenges. This is a little bit different. We can learn from challenges and make exponentially more progress if we see a struggle for what it is. And if we don't put the struggle at the center of our story and make it the main event. We can receive the lessons that we need without forecasting and putting ourselves in a constant state of stress because we're anticipating a future struggle. In other words, we can have a very healthy relationship with struggle with a capital S if we choose to. And I hope that you'll choose that for yourself. Go have a great work day. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Workday Mindset Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I'd appreciate it if you could head over to whatever service you're using to tune in and give us a five-star review. The Workday Mindset Podcast is a collaboration with Populous Radio. Check out their other shows at populousradio.com. Thanks for tuning in and go get them.